Sorry, I popped my elbow. You popped your elbow? Hello and I hello and welcome back to Elbow <laughs> Podcast. In which case, I stretched at the worst possible time. So, uh, it's been what a, a while. It's been a long time, but what a better day than the Halloween to come back. <gasps> Happy Halloween! <laughs> I love Halloween. I do too. I love Halloween. Halloween is a good I love time. Halloween. Halloween's my favorite day of the year. You're wearing Halloween mm-hmm. pants, right? I have. Yes, I have spider webs on my pants. I'm also wearing my sweater that looks like um, um, Freddy Krueger. Oh. Uh, sweater, and I have cat ears. That's the one with the um, with the Johnny Depp, right? Freddy Krueger. Yes. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. It's the guy with the knife hands. I don't think it's surprising to you, but I've never hat. seen it. I know. <laughs> I don't. Now that you've told me, you told me earlier that you've seen and enjoyed Silence of the Lambs, <laughs> but you haven't seen Coraline or Nightmare Before Christmas or Nightmare on Elm Street or anything. I have a very active or, imagination, Lauren. Then why did you watch Silence of the Lambs? Because, well, my mom showed it to me on Halloween. Fun, right? And <laughs> it's a master class in acting. It was for educational purposes. Anyways. Are you... Are you... Are you gonna dress up for Halloween? Um, I, so I, I don't know because I've had to like re- rack my brain. I have a, a, like a medieval dress from when I was Helena, but I also mm-hmm. a couple years ago was my mom because I have all of her clothes, and so I was like, yes. oh yeah, and then, but who knows? We'll see. I also think that you and I, like you mentioned earlier, we should be Wayne and Garth. I think that we, it would be perfect for us to be Wayne and Garth because they have a show and we have a show. Exactly. And party on excellent. Party on. You know, you know that part in the beginning when they're like crowd surfing and then they just keep bringing yeah. stuff and they like it's a fridge and a goat and like pizza. And stuff. Yeah. It's great. That's some Now that's stuff. a master class in acting. Now that's a master class right there. Honestly, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Are you dressing up for Halloween? Yes, I'm going to be a cat for multiple reasons. Meow. Meow. Because, well, at first it was because I wanted to be, you know how in the office Pam dresses up as a cat? Yes. Well, I was going to do that, and I was going to have Derek be three-hole punch Jim, but then he didn't <laughs> want to do that. <laughs> so instead... <laughs> There's this movie that was only ever aired on Cartoon Network in mm-hmm. the early 2000s, which has horrible computer animation and I is very that. scary to look at, but is like my whole entire childhood called Scary Godmother. Ooh. And it's so good. And anyway, there's a bunch of kids in that movie and um, they're like mean to the one little girl who gets to go to the Scary Godmother or whatever, mm-hmm. but they're just like stupid. And there's a girl who looks exactly like me who dresses like a cat. Incredible. And a boy who looks exactly like Derek who dresses as a piece of candy. I love that. So I'm going to force us to be that. I think that is incredible. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. 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 Have you seen um, 30 Rock at all? Mm, Not really. Oh, that's an... It's... incredible tv show well it's funny i guess maybe a season of it i think it's funny but there's this whole song 
that Tracy Tracy Jordan, who's Tracy Morgan, wants to have a get an EGOT. <laughs> so he wants an Emmy, a Grammy, <laughs> an Oscar, and a Tony. Tony. And he has a like a novelty party song. It's called Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. He oh, I know that. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah. Spooky, Spooky scary. scary. Boys becoming men. Men becoming wolves. Men becoming wolves. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. I forgot about that. Should we talk about a little bit what we've been doing the past five months? Yes. What have you been doing for the past five months? Well, I mean, for so three of the five months, I was a camp counselor at a summer camp. And mm-hmm. that was a time. And yeah, you every s- picture you posted was you in a in a kayak. Yeah, well, that was fun because I also lifeguarded, and um, I got to lifeguard the canoe pond. And so, when there was obviously no people in the pond because I was, <laughs> I was guarding the pond. <laughs> I took it right. was like the most peaceful experience ever because I just sat in a canoe, I listened to a podcast, and watched the water. That sounds great. It was a good time. And then this the whole summer was just a master class. How many times can I say master class? Master class in interpersonal conflict. Because oh. kids love drama. Kids are 100% conflict at all times. Exactly. And it's like, yeah. like one week I had, so this girl, it was mid-school camp. And I had just come off of a really hard week. It was high school camp. So I was high school camp <laughs> and a mid-school camp. <laughs> and this, somehow in the span of this week a girl got a boyfriend the girl they didn't know each other's names they were had each other's snapchats though but they were dating another girl from my cabin stole him <gasps> from <That> her <laughs> um some other things happened that i can't remember but the last day she got like his the dude the girl who stole it from the original girl got his hoodie and she was wearing it around. And I was like, girl, where did you get that hoodie from? And she was like, uh, nowhere. And I was like, you didn't have that hoodie when you got here. And she was like, oh, she no. just steal it? Yeah, and his counselor came up to me and was like, hey, Rosie. Because my camp name was Rosie. We have camp names. Um, can I have my camper's uh, hoodie back? And Switch I was like, oh, back. that's your camper's hoodie. Oh. So there was this whole thing. <laughs> that's so dramatic I know. kids in their hoodies it was a, and the freaking yeah I, <laughs> it was a time I did have so this is the last thing I'll mention and then I want you to talk um, I had a camper who I loved like she was so odd she was so good mm-hmm. um, but she had, it was the same week she had this little um, stuffed animal sloth named Speedy but the, the sloth had opinions on how the day would go and so I would say, <laughs> hey, how, like, what was Speedy's favorite part of the day? And she'd go, whisper, 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 whisper. Speedy likes the go-karts. <laughs> and That's had, amazing. It was so good. She had a big Speedy, which was little Speedy's dad. And big Speedy was not allowed to come to camp because he swore too much. And he liked to flip people off. <laughs> and so every day I'd be like, so like, is big Speedy going to come to camp today? And she'd be like, no. He, no, no, he can't behave himself. Exactly. <laughs> oh and on the last day, I was like, "You should just bring Big Speedy," because I wanted to see what would happen. Like, you're like, I need to see Big Speedy. <laughs> I would like a Speedy, but I'm gonna name him Spooty, and I'm gonna just steal Spooty. her whole bit. 
<laughs> Spooty says. Spooty. Spooty can't come to Spooty camp because he said. flips people off and says the F word too much. <laughs> what about you, Lauren? What's up with you? Yeah, I'm alive. Um, What have I been doing the last five months? That's a, that's a great question. Um, Well, I moved. Mm-hmm. To a new very apartment. exciting, very exciting, very exciting. Very exciting, very exciting. It's got tall ceilings and Ooh. blue counters yeah. and laundry in unit. Perfect. So that's you. good. Laundry yes. in unit. And and I um oh, I've been painting Muppets. I've been painting yes. small portraits of Muppets. Yeah, um, so good. Like two <laughs> two inches that I painted. Bunsen and Beaker and like 17 Baby Yodas. Let me tell you, the people out there, they're really hyped for Baby Yoda. Everybody loves Baby Yoda. They'll pay millions. Every time someone's like, "Yeah, can you can you pay me something?" Yes. What do you want, Baby Yoda? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Baby Yoda is now my specialty. I've made at least three separate people Baby Yodas, and one of those people I made two for. Oh whoa! Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda's Baby selling Yoda. millions. They're very Yoda. good. Maybe Thank we'll post yeah. them on the Instagram so people can see. Because we're so famous. My mom posted, like, uh, a bunch of pictures of them. And she was like, aren't they? Look at what my daughter did. And Look I was like, them. I bet people think I'm, like, 15. <laughs> child. No, <you're> <laughs> no, I am an adult. <laughs> That's basically what I've been doing. I haven't done anything interesting. I think you've been doing um, many interesting things. I've been doing lots of small things. I've been watching mm-hmm. a lot of TV shows. Same. Uh, uh, oh, I got into Twilight. Oh, I hit my right. Twilight phase. I still haven't, but I'm interested to hear all about yours. <laughs> I love that. Well, it's you. hilarious. Listen, mm-hmm. we are in the midst of a global pandemic. We are. A lot of things are crazy in this world. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Twilight's not that bad. Exactly. If I, re- I read joy, all the books. You read it's, all the books? I read all the books. Uh-huh. Um, I've, I haven't watched all the movies yet. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, it's not, it's not. Yeah. It's not good, but I love it. You know what yeah. I mean? It's very, like, it reminds me of reading when I was a kid. Yeah. When it's, like. This is just fun, and it doesn't matter if it's, like, a masterpiece and you or you stay up all night. That's what I long for, that feeling yeah. of, like, not being able to put down a book. I you say... Twilight. I know. <laughs> if it brings <laughs> you joy, especially in these unprecedented times, might as well yeah. just go for it. I had, a, um, I had a Twilight-themed birthday. You told me you were going <laughs> to do that, and then I didn't hear anything about it, so I didn't know if you did it. I did it. Um... My uh uh Derek's mom and sister, they uh they made me pasta, and mm-hmm. his sister made me a very beautiful uh cake that was shaped like the book, <laughs> <laughs> and it said "Happy Birthday, Lauren." I love that I was like, so this much. This is amazing, and we watched Twilight That's with so his good. family, and his dad was like super into it. He loves Twilight. That's so good. I borrowed the books from his dad. From his so. dad. Yeah, that's so good. That <laughs> was sister, the brown bag book at my church. Like the, that's so all funny. the moms. I think have I mentioned that before on the podcast? I think so. Oh, I think it's yeah. in the podcast. Oh, by the way, we lost 
two episodes from three months ago that I was had this whole ploy and I made this whole cool intro that made it seem like I was in Back to the Future and it's gone. Um, but I think it was in that episode. Which is so sad because I never even got to hear it. I know. But good news, okay. you're going to hear uh, one of the topics today. Yes, I have a very interesting topic for you and it's not Twilight and it's not muppets and it, i know what you're thinking it's not anything that i normally it, it's fresh and new it's fresh and new it's fresh and new and and, and good for the day because it's uh, it's halloween this and it's fresh Okay. <laughs> just started. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, do you want to go first or should I? No, I think because we already teased the topic, I think you should go first. Okay. <clears throat> I think I'm allergic to cold brew because it's making me so stuffy and like my throat weird anyway sorry. isn't that just what coffee does i guess but that's why you're not supposed to drink it when you're like in a show because it makes you snotty anyway sorry continue hey everybody it's halloween yeah. i want to talk to you about vampires Ooh, scary but not not fake vampires like twilight <laughs> i want to talk to you about real vampires <laughs> okay so picture it mm-hmm. North London, 1960-something. Uh-huh. There is a North London suburb called Highgate. Ooh. And Highgate has a cemetery. Mm-hmm. And in the like late 60s, early 70s, that's when this story takes place. And the cemetery at that point is disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's really old because... It's England. It's like hundreds of years old, and it's also like decaying and decrepit, mm-hmm. and people keep breaking into it to like vandalize and be, you know, creepy 60s Satanist children or whatever. And so people say that this cemetery is haunted because it's like creepy gothic Victorian graveyard that's fallen into disrepair. Mm-hmm. And people see ghosts there Ooh. all the time. They see, like, they see... Some some teens said that they saw the living or, or the dead rising from the grave. People say they see a spectral cyclist and, like, a woman in white and a guy with a hat mm-hmm. and, like, voices and stuff. Creepy. But the one that sticks out is a tall, dark figure who floats behind the railings of the cemetery and people say that his face is a ghoulish nightmare and it's contorted in horror (laughs) and he (laughs) so a couple people saw this specific figure and the first sighting was in 1963 Mm -hmm. some dude saw him and was like oh no and then another person saw him and then but eventually there's this young man a young wicca enthusiast and a a member of the British Psychic and Occult Society oh. named David Ferrant. Mm-hmm. And David Ferrant heard about it and he was like, interesting, mm. I'm going to go check it out. <laughs> so like, they say it's like Christmas Eve, 1969. He, David, 
our good friend David, mm-hmm. he goes and he camps out at the graveyard. Oh. Because he's an occultist and he's super into it. And he's like, man, I wonder what's going to happen. Oh. And then he sees the figure. And he says he sees a tall, dark figure with piercing, hypnotic eyes. Ooh. And the air around him turns cold. And he also happened to see some, like, dead foxes oh. that looked like they'd been, like, drained of blood and, like, murdered by unnatural means. Creepy. Because people, like, people had been breaking in. and But he's like, man, look at this crazy ghost. There's lots of ghosts here at Highgate. I better write a letter to the paper. <laughs> so he does. He writes to the local paper, and he's like, I've seen a ghost. Has anyone else seen this ghost? Let's talk about this ghost. And he's very much just like, hmm, what what a crazy thing. And then the papers start, you know, printing. Excuse me. Happy Halloween. Oh, my God. Irish breakfast. Um, (laughs) The papers get a hold of the story, and they're reporting, mostly reporting on it because of there's reports of Satanists breaking into the cemetery uh-huh. to perform black magic oh. and like sacrifice cats and be like the Pope. Gross. Yeah, like the Pope. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> so the publicity of the whole ordeal attracted a man named quote quote unquote Bishop Sean Manchester. Huh. Now Sean. He's described, see, sorry, Sean is described as being eccentric and flamboyant, <laughs> and he he claims to be a bishop in the old Catholic church, which doesn't exist, oh. and, like, he also says that he's a vampire hunter, <gasps> oh. and he, so he goes on the record in 1970 or 69 mm-hmm. or something like that, Sean says, Oh, no, no, no. David is dumb. This is not a ghost. This is the king vampire. He's like, this is an undead 15th century Romanian nobleman who practiced black magic in the home of Dracula himself. And then somehow he's in England now. And then he ended up being buried in Highgate at some point. So then Manchester's like, well, obviously this vampire has been revived by all the Satanists in the area Mm -hmm. because they keep practicing their black magic. He has a quote because he's written about this a lot. Um, And his quote is, it became appallingly apparent the people of Highgate were not witnessing a harmless earthbound apparition, but a vampire. (gasps) So they'd seen like, there were reports of like bodies being disturbed and like people were staking Mm -hmm. (laughs) like already dead bodies because they were afraid they were vampires and like there were animals around that had been like their throats had been cut (gasps) so they were drained of blood because people are psychos Mm. so everyone's like well sounds like a vampire to me Mm -hmm. and then david ferrant is like I think this is being blown out of proportion. I myself am a magician. I am the president of the, you know. Of the magicians. (laughs) He's the British Psychic and Occult Society president. Mm. He's like, I know what I'm talking about. And then Manchester's (laughs) like, well, I'm the founder of the British Occultist Society, Mm -hmm. and I know what I'm talking Mm -hmm. about. And they basically hate each other's guts. Oh, no. And so they just keep trying to one-up each other Uh by being like, well, I'm going to be the one to kill the vampire. And I'm going to be the one to get rid of the ghost, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And it comes to, like, a head 
in March of 1970. On Friday the 13th, no less, they were both being interviewed. In Manchester, Sean, Mm -hmm. he's still saying that it's the King Vampire and David's still being like, no, you're dumb. And then Sean is like, oh yeah? Well, I'm going to be personally holding a vampire hunt tonight. (laughs) And David's like, okay. And then like hundreds of people show up with like steaks and garlic mm-hmm. and crucifixes and they just kind of rush the church and they or the the cemetery mm-hmm. there's like police there to keep them out and they're like nah and they just <laughs> rush it <laughs> and like they just are causing a ruckus and no one found a vampire not a single one not a single vampire but some people say they saw a strange dark figure in the cemetery mm. but like you're in the cemetery so mm-hmm. And then the police show up, and they're like, okay, you guys, <laughs> you've got to leave. And they're like, fine. But David and Sean, they keep, they're still not satisfied, mm-hmm. and they keep just trying to one-up the each other, one-up each other. And then flyers start to appear in the London Underground advertising, get this, a magical duel. <laughs> a wizard's duel. A magical duel, Emma. A wizard's duel. <laughs> This is not chess. It's wizard's chess. Like, and it, it was scheduled for April 13th of 1973 mm-hmm. on Parliament Hill. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, geez, we're oh going to see a, magi- a magicianal <laughs> duel. And then it never happens. It just, they just never do it. Why do they never because do it? Because they're like, they calm down. <laughs> they're like, eh, it's not that deep anymore. Because they, of course, they didn't do it. Because what were they going to do? You know, mm-hmm. show up and be like, boo do boo boo do do I guess I've never seen a magician's duel myself. That's true. So maybe I'm being horribly rude. <laughs> there were rumors that they were going to sacrifice a cat in the presence of naked virgins. And then what? they just never... Yeah, there was a, there's a lot of stuff about people saying that David, our good pal is like a cat killer oh my god she's the pope he says no i know he's like the pope. for those who have didn't hear the episode they will that will make no sense to them but he's the pope <laughs> the pope hates cats, the pope hates cats. not our current one maybe i don't, I don't know. know then old old pope pope gregory anyways everyone kept calling david a cat killer and then he said no, and then there was a lawsuit, and he won or something, and Whoa. then he sent voodoo dolls to the heads of the RSPCA. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, it wasn't me, it was the Satanists. Oh, David. Duh. And they're like, all right, David. And then he sends effigies to police officers. Whoa. Yeah. So they never have the duel because they're cowards, mm-hmm. and then but they keep trying to one-up each other, and then eventually... Uh, Sean Manchester publishes a book uh-huh. called The Highgate Vampire. In, and in this book, he claims to have hunted... This is, they publish, He publishes it like 20 years later uh-huh. or something like that. And he claims in the book to have been hunting the vampire for the past 13 years uh-huh. and that he eventually stalked, beheaded, and burned it and that he apparently had photos prove it. Dang. And then... He said he staked it in the nearby House of Dracula, (gasps) which is very fitting. Oh, boy. And then Ferent published a book called, like, Beyond the Highgate Vampire. Mm -hmm. And then he also published a line of comics called The Adventures of Bishop Bonkers, (laughs) 
which is pretty funny to me. I love that. And then, yeah, and they just kept dueling until Ferent died in 2019. Oh, wow. But uh, there's just, like, they would write blogs about how much they hated each <laughs> other, and they'd be like, this guy's a criminal, this guy's a fraud. And then, yeah. That's so good. And apparently, this is a fun fact, uh-huh. in 1978... Uh, our good pal David ran for public office in the general election, mm-hmm. and he ran as the sole candidate for his own Wicca Workers Party. <laughs> and his platform was free sex, nudity, restoring the Wiccan creed, outlawing communism, establishing state brothels, restoring true power to the monarchy, and leaving the EU common market. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speechless. I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> <laughs> he predicted Brexit. He predicted Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> and also a few other things, which I'm sure people loved. Yeah. Who doesn't want so, free brothels? Who doesn't want to restore the true power to the monarchy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he won. Uh, I don't think he did either. <laughs> yeah. But it's okay. He tried. Good job, David. Yeah. And then my last bit is that there's a movie called Dracula A.D. 1972, mm-hmm. which is starring Christopher Lee and Peter Cushing, mm-hmm. and it was inspired by the Highgate Vampire. Ooh. So that's the story of the Highgate Vampire, but mostly the story of Sean and David and their abandoned magician's duel. Wow. Sean seems insane, and David seems also crazy. There's pictures of these dudes, and they're just like, 70s <laughs> wackos and it's great i love that i i um aspire for that aesthetic 70s wacko. i know i think that we should start a feud with each other so that we can have a magician's duel i think so too and we should just keep putting it off yeah it'll be like oh well it's raining today Let's so see. we can't have our magician's duel how about next tuesday i forgot i had to feed my cat what about wednesday well, I can't do it on Wednesday because I have to have I have to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. So how about like Friday? Well, on Friday, I tell my grandma to go flush all her toilets, so she doesn't <laughs> want rings in the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> I need to drink some cold brew. Hold on. Okay. Do you want a tea seat break? Tea. Yeah, tea yeah. Tea seat break. Okay. Oh my God! It is oh. cold. Blech. That went down the wrong pipe a little bit. And also my nose is so stuffy because of this cold brew that's just like, I'm fine. I'm not sick. I either have allergies or I must have allergies. And we'll be right back. After these short messages. (laughs) 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 Emma, quick. What's one of my favorite things to put in a green tea? Sometimes it's produced by bees and is a service that quickly and conveniently searches the internet for the best coupons and promo codes whenever you need to make an online purchase. I don't know, Lauren. Sugar? It's not sugar, (laughs) you silly billy. It's honey. Sometimes cliches ring true. And that is certainly the case when it comes to catching bees with honey. And in this case, of course, by bees, I mean coupons and great deals on any online purchase. Okay, so let me get this straight. 
Honey is a free browser extension that searches for the best coupons and promo codes. Yes. Has over 17 million members. Mm-hmm. With one click, it tests a bunch of different codes and adds the best one to your cart. It does. It does. And works on literally tens of thousands of sites. Yes. And it's so easy and free to apply. It's free. Whoa. I know. Whoa. <laughs> Man, all that talk of honey really made me want a cup of tea. Oof, I know. You know what, Emma? I'm just going to make one really quick. Huh? Okay, it'll just take like a second. Right now, while we're recording? Yeah, it'll just take like five seconds. Okay. Oh, God. Emma, Emma, Emma. Are you Emma, okay? Emma, I don't Emma? have any tea. I'm you all out. Do you have any tea? I don't know. I guess I'm just going to have to go online and reorder some tea and use Honey to search for the best promo code for me. And you can too. Simply go to joinhoney.com forward slash besthoneyad to download Honey on your laptop or computer. We created this ad as part of the Sponsor Me Honey contest, which is, of course, put on by Honey. And this has been Whoa! The Podcast. That's Whoa! with three A's featuring me, Lauren, and her, Emma! Yay! (laughs) (laughs) so my topic is along the spooky theme um i was trying to like think about what (gasps) this is halloween this is halloween halloween and my dad was talking about like instances of hauntings or presumed hauntings that turned out to be fake because of some other like outside variable influence yeah influence so he was like talking about this one in england where there's a bunch of dudes who are in a lab they just felt like this constant feeling of dread they kept bickering and arguing and they were telling other people about it and they're like oh so you must be haunted but it turned out that there was this hvac system that had a constant like low hum really low bass tones you wouldn't perceive it but your brain does and it's like low decibels have like this really like common thing of just like making people irritated you know in horror (laughs) (laughs) horror movies where they have like this yeah and it makes you feel really uncomfortable Uh so it turns out they weren't being haunted they were just had this constant irritating sound their brain couldn't perceive making them go insane yeah so i thought i would google other instances of this happening presumed hauntings that ended up just being an outside source um so i found this story it was actually published in the journal of ophthalmology in 1921 and it was what's that i probably should have looked up what ophthalmology is first i got you thank you ophthalmology is a brand of medicine and surgery which deals with the diagnosis and treatment of eye disorders oh okay interesting i thought that was optometry i thought that was too but this is ophthalmology um but anyways it was jordan jordan oh yeah hey jordan also if anyone hasn't listened to the last episode that we posted like five months ago with a incredible segment by science officer jordan please it's do very smart it's very good we also interviewed malia and it was a good time but anyways so jordan yeah. please correct us and we'll have you on the show next week but it was published by william wilmer which is you know the johns hopkins clinic it, it's yeah. called the johns hopkins wilmer clinic well, or maybe it's a different one. There's, I, I know there's a clinic that's a John Hopkins Wilmer Clinic for the Eyes. <laughs> He's a famous doctor, dude. He published it on the behalf of his patient, which in the whole story is just referred to as Mrs. Mrs. H. Strange things started happening after she and her family moved into a house in November of 1915. After a few <sighs> days, they started to feel like depressed and they had severe headaches and they were feeling weak. And one night she... 
Mrs. H, who's the person who's writing the story, mm-hmm. thinks she hears like footsteps in the room above oh, her. And so she runs upstairs and no one's there. Uh-huh. And then another night, like for whatever reason, Mr. H's bedtime ritual was to sit at the kitchen table and eat fruit before he went to bed. <laughs> <laughs> one night he thought he felt someone behind him watching him and then he felt a hand on his shoulder but he turned around and no one was there that's fun right that's so fun i know right so like my brain would go oh i'm haunted but like the kids wouldn't eat they wouldn't play in their upstairs playroom where all their toys were they're like please just let me be in my room they would like oh lay God. around all day mrs h Maybe thought she was low on iron, so she was taking a lot of iron supplements and just laying in bed because she felt so sickly, like everyone was so sick. So like right before Christmas, she took the kids to New York and they were there for a little bit. Mr. H stayed back, which I never, it doesn't say why, but he would like wake up to the middle of the night to the sound of the doorbell and he'd go downstairs and no one would be at the door or the telephone would ring, he would think, and he would wake up and there was no ringing or he would hear like the fire department going down the street, yeah. but there was nothing there. Mrs. H and the kids like were gone and they like had like a total detox of the place and they felt fine. They came back, but everything just got worse. And one night, I'm actually going to read a little bit of it, (gasps) but she said on one occasion in the middle of the morning, as I passed from the drawing room into the dining room, I was surprised to see at the further end of the dining room coming towards me, a strange woman, dark haired and dressed in black As I walked steadily on into the dining room to meet her, she disappeared, and in her place I saw a reflection of myself in the mirror dressed in a light silk dress. I laughed at myself and wondered how the lights and mirrors could have played played me such a trick. This happens three different times, always the same surprise to me, and the same relief when the vision turns into myself. Mrs. H. Mrs. H. That ain't normal. Exactly. And so her friend's like, dude... You're being and haunted. Was like, buddy, what's going on? Call a priest. You're being haunted. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, so well, I should do some more research. And she talks to all the, all of the servants. And they're like, oh, dude, you, you haven't heard the half of it. This was happening for a long time. And they uh, researched like the history of the house. And they called priests. And everyone who had ever lived there had fallen ill and moved quickly out or have went like borderline a little crazy so were the like servants who worked there would they like cycle out really quickly too or were they just like living a horrible life i think life? they were just living a horrible life i did it didn't really That's say so much fun. about it i know right um it's like working retail exactly. in a pandemic <laughs> just <laughs> constant cycle but they um so yeah they like tried all these things that didn't work them to read one one more portion of it she said some nights after i had been in bed a while i have felt as if the bedclothes were jerked off me and i have also felt as if i had been struck on the shoulder one night i woke up and saw sitting on the foot of my bed a man and a woman the man was young dark and slight and wore a large picture hat the man was older smooth shaven and a little bald i know right i was paralyzed and could not move and then suddenly i felt the tap of my shoulder and i was able to sit up and the man and woman faded away it does not happen every night perhaps a week or 10 days will pass and then it may be several nights in succession sometimes it sounds as if the furniture was being piled against the door as if china was being moved about and occasionally a long fearful sigh or wail a whale a whale a week or two later like after she had done all this research her husband's uh, brother was like i wonder if you're not being haunted but perhaps (laughs) you're being poisoned 
<gasps> because he has dun 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 intrigue arsenic and old lace um <laughs> he had heard reports of a family who had been poisoned by gas and at this point i mean it's, it's something we think about a lot like carbon monoxide poisoning like there's all the stories about people who like thought they were haunted because they would wake up and be have things moved all around the house but it's because like they were so like full of carbon Out monoxide of they couldn't remember um, yeah so they, they were like, huh, an interesting thought. So they brought in an expert to the house, and he agreed that it was poisoning. And it turns out that their furnace had been leaking carbon monoxide into the house for years. Oh, God. And the furnace was right next to the kids' playroom. So oh. the reason why they didn't want to go up there was because that's where the carbon monoxide was the strongest. And when the expert came up there to see them, they were just full on, like, laying on the ground like just laying there like they couldn't move just constantly being poisoned exactly so they basically said you need to move as quickly as possible and so they moved and thus ends the story <laughs> what did they ever fix the house i don't know because that's pretty much the end of it the the expert said and because a doctor came in and he examined everyone and saw how sickly they looked like apparently it was like bad like just by looking yeah. at them you could tell something was wrong a text message. <laughs> oh, sorry. It was my mother. Hi, Mom. It was from Mrs. H. It was from Mrs. H. Ooh. She said, you're telling the story wrong. The, the doctor came, and he examined them, and he agreed that it, they had been, what they called at that point, had gas poisoning. Um, <gasps> and they said, you need to leave. Is that what they call it now? I think carbon monoxide poisoning is what it's called now. Oh. But the doctor said, you need not stay another night in this house. And that's the mm. end of the telling. And they don't ever say whether or not they fixed it or if they just moved. Or Legends, legends say that legends the, say. the furnace is still leaking carbon monoxide to, to this, this very day. day. How did it never, like, explode? I don't know. Like, you light a match and... I have no idea. That's the end of it. It didn't go into that much detail about that. I had wondered, too. It was funny, too, because she said... So she interviewed the servants because they were there. They moved into the house with them. Like, she brought some of her own servants, but there was people who had been there. And right. she was like... She knew something was wrong because she's like, there's no way that all of these people could have gone crazy yeah. at the same time. Like, there's just no way. But what if... What if there was a ghost and this is just a really good cover? <gasps> The ghost opened the chimney the flue. Yeah. <gasps> what if there was a ghost? What if there was both? What if there was ghosts and carbon, carbon monoxide? monoxide. <laughs> the ghost was using the carbon monoxide for its own purposes. For its own ends. Anyways, that is thus ends the story. Spooky. Spooky. Scary. Ah! That was just some folly work. Um, folly? I've been working on. That's what I said. Folly? That's what I said. You said folly. I don't know what. <laughs> I, I, you said some folly. I said folly. Said I said folly. folly. <laughs> <laughs> Should we yeah. move on to special thanks? Special thanks to Derek. Special thanks to Derek. Because he let me use his microphone and his computer, which is oh, why yay. the audio quality is so crisp and nice. Yay. Thanks, Derek. Maybe someday I'll have my own microphone. Maybe someday. And da, 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 da. Special thanks to Honey for letting us into the second round of the 
honey ad competition hey honey thanks dude <laughs> hey honey um no for real though thank you for letting us work we said hey everybody things we weren't supposed to do <laughs> we <laughs> we entered a contest by honey which you've heard about by now yeah. and we made it to the second round which is why Yay. you're hearing the ad in an episode isn't that Yay. wild what a time what a time special thanks to my dad for thanks, having dad. so much knowledge in his brain which i'm pretty sure i say that every episode but he's very smart. he does help yes he is special thanks to you for um mm-hmm. editing and um all the work that you do for our podcast <laughs> special thanks to you lauren <gasps> to me? Yes, to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. gosh. <laughs> oh, shucks. <laughs> um, me too, dude. Special thanks to Cold Brew Coffee. Special thanks to Cold Brew Coffee for consistently and effectively making Emma lose her mind. <laughs> happens Thank every you, time Kathy. and i enjoy it every time well i'm glad that you enjoy my torment so we should record a, a podcast someday after i've had like two red bull yeah i haven't had red bull or monster i haven't had any energy drinks since Dude. like march i think that's a good idea i think we should do an episode where you are completely jacked i think that would be fun i'd yeah. love to be completely jacked i want to <laughs> lift a car anyways um this has been a great episode of whoa um please vote oh Um, my god please vote i know that this is probably going to come out after maybe not no i'm going to try to edit it and get it up by tomorrow so we'll see what happens oh sweet yeah please vote um Mm -hmm. and vote well yeah i don't want to be the person to tell you who to vote for but i but i will (laughs) please vote kindness <laughs> vote for the good of everyone yeah and just do it just vote please yeah. listen just do it please just please vote do it. don't be racist Lauren? vote yeah don't be ra- don't be racist yes please um do you want to uh do you want to match pitch i would love to match pitch <coughs> are you gonna <coughs> yes I so wanted to add like crunch to that. Wait, dude, get. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> it's been a long time since I was in choir. Okay. Oh, same. Same, 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 same. <laughs> okay, bye. Thank you for listening to Whoa. That's Whoa with three A's. That's Whoa with three A's. Cut print. Three of them. Print cut. Big ol' lace. Grip it and rip it. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Okay, bye.